time for... Hello, everybody, and welcome to Home Skillets. We're happy to bring you another full studio. I'm Jonathan, as always. And I'm Don. And I'm Mick. And I'm Rhonda. And I'm Ashley. Mick, Rhonda, and Ashley. Welcome. Hey, glad you guys can make it. Yes. Yeah, we're glad to be, be here. here. Here we are on a hot Sunday evening. No kidding. Yeah, it's like 107 degrees outside. Yep. Great old Northern California. So what have you guys been up to? Well, I'm starving for... Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Rhonda. What are you up to? I'm actually starving for ice cream because uh, it's ice cream. Still, we're still hot. We're like, what, running 106, 107 mm-hmm. here? Like and yeah. And so, anyway, so have been doing quite a bit, like keeping busy, working, um, taking care of the home, but nothing really exciting. Nick, is she taking care of the home? <laughs> yes, she is. Oh, okay, okay. How long have you guys been married again? 49 years? Uh, oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 38, 38. <laughs> oh, okay. 38. Am All I right, honey? Yeah, about 39, actually. Now, Mick, don't you, you do metal art, right? Yes, I do. Okay, and like, when did you get started in that? About 25, oh, wow, 30 years ago. 30 years ago? Is that, so you basically learned how to weld and then it just went from there or how did you kind of get pretty into much, that? Pretty much, pretty much. And then bought a plasma cutter and uh, just started drawing stuff off of uh, scroll saw patterns. Okay. That people make out of wood and I redraw them and then I fire up plasma torch. And so basically cut anything, it out anything that's made out of wood, you can make it out of metal kind of. Not oh, anything, yes. but pretty much. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Yeah, plasma cutters are awesome. Works great. Well, now, might I plug this in for my husband? <gasps> oh, oh, he is go. very, very talented. Aww. Oh, I thought you were going to plug his website. I thought you were going to plug his website or something like that. Go ahead. Feel well, free. Well, he doesn't really have a website. Well, we yet. used to, but I parked it and then we just did away with it. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. The only thing that he does have and that is is that you know it's, it's a, the, his Facebook business oh, okay. website. Do you, you want to mix that? Middle uh, art? Yeah. The Facebook page I have, it's, it's mix artwork, metal art, but it's going to be more, it's going to be changed to a business page, not just, We're right now it's basically just a Facebook page I use as metal art. But yeah, that oh, makes okay. sense, but We're, it's fixing a change to business. And yeah, it's going to be for that only. Yeah, so. no, that makes great sense. Mm-hmm. M-I-C-K-S, metal art, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Shout out. Yep. Yeah, Shout yeah, out. As in right now, it's yep. worded wrong. If you look on there, it just says mixed artwork. Oh, okay. Somewhere where metal art got messed. Well, you can get it on there. Yeah. Got it. Well, I'm thoroughly confused, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is easily is. done, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rhonda, what have you been up to? Cleaning? More cleaning? And another cleaning? Yeah, that's rather chauvinistic, yeah. Don. But go oh, ahead, oh, Rhonda. <laughs> I don't mind that okay. at all. I actually love working where I work at. Oh my goodness, should I tell where I work at? Plug that or not? You can do whatever you, you can want. Do whatever you want. It's uh, home skillets. There are no rules here. Okay, yes, good. no rules to home no skillets. Here. I work at the most, the best place in. Oh boy. The city of Reading. Reading, Northern it California. Is, yes. It is mm-hmm. called Ceramic Designs mm-hmm. by Ron Green, and it is the best place to work, the best people to work for, and we have fantastic customers. Oh, are so, you recruiting or something? Or? <laughs> wow. So anyway, so that's where I work at between that. It could work out that home. way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ash, 
Um, she was on our normal, uh, our regular, our main podcast. Our main, thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Our main podcast as a dental assistant for um, a dentist here in town. So, uh, welcome to Homescale. It's glad you're here. Thank you. Hey yeah, guys, so check out the Gavel episode. Oh, so good. It's not released as we're recording this, but it should be up by the time you hear this. What are we going to call that one, Don? Uh, anyway, what about we interview uh, a dentist? Her name is Shiva Nickravish, mm-hmm. and she's a uh, certified. What do you call that? Certified dentist? Yeah, pediatric. DDS, yes. DDS. Yeah, pediatric doc- doctor. She's a doctor. She's a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. She's really passionate about what she does. She loves helping children smile. That's like the name of. Her, I think that's one of the names of her, one of her slogans. Businesses yeah. is okay. So this is something that I never knew, and um, but do you know that you're not supposed to kiss babies on the lips? when they're in between the age of four to six months. Why would you do that anyway? Well, well, not just that, but blowing on their food, on their food. or cleaning their binkies with your mouth before you give it to the baby. Yes, oh. all of that is very dangerous for a four to six month old infant. Because you can transfer, there's, this, there's these bacteria, bacteria. Yeah. that she describes, the dentist des- uh, describes that. Oh, it's like, like babies can't have honey. Okay, so here's well, a perfect case in point true. like this. Know. like. If I have had a lot of cavities in my life, it may or may not be due to the fact that I've eaten a lot of sugar. It most likely is going to be due to the fact that I have a bacteria that's colonized in my mouth Uh that causes. Oh, I've heard about that. Okay, so if you kiss a baby on their lips or you blow on their food or you put their binky in your mouth and then put it in their mouth, that same bacteria from your mouth will transfer to the child and so it makes them much more susceptible to cavities. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. That bacteria stays in them forever. Ever. Oh, wow. Can never be changed. But the one thing I can say way back when you talk about putting a binky in your mouth, oh I never did that to my girls. Oh no. They didn't first off they didn't have binkies, I wouldn't allow Really? It. No, okay. What was your thinking on that? Why why not? Just out of curiosity. Uh, my reason, even though it was not the best reasoning back then, because it caused a lot of uh, stress on my end, because the girls would cry, cry, cry. They wanted to be consoled. They didn't have a binky in their mouth. Because I always heard that it, you know, this is old wives' tales. I always heard that if they had a binky for too long, their teeth would, their teeth would buck yeah, out. And then also mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Pulling the binky away from mm-hmm. them that, and having to deal with that, I just said, said forget it. That was you know? one of the biggest things for uh-huh. for me was we 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 had we allowed the boys to have binkies, but I didn't want them to get too attached to uh-huh. it, That's and I didn't want to for, I didn't want them to form habits uh-huh. um, to where we could not, uh, uh-huh. you know, they didn't want them to turn into a Linus. Exactly. <laughs> I, I gave my kids binkies, but we took them away. And we didn't do that. I guess the, a nurse advised us not to, me and my ex, uh, advised us that the little round binkies were bad. You had to give them the, little, the more oblong ones. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They were less damaging to the, the formation of their mouth and their yeah. teeth and such. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So. Never heard of so the dental assistant over here is... Um, Looking and shaking your head, nodding, <laughs> telling us that we're yeah. So but guys, I, I've losers. seen, I've seen, and but I, you know, uh, are we going to title this binkies? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. What were you going to say? It's just like I could see them running it under the water, but putting it in the mouth that was just nasty. I've seen moms do that, and that was just nasty. I think I've seen. You take the lid off, John. Don. <laughs> 
What were you going to say, John? You had um, something you wanted to say. I went skydiving yesterday. Yes. Ah, I saw yeah. that picture. That so I'm sorry cool. that uh, I wasn't able to make it to the funeral, but I went skydiving. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. So, okay, talk to us about skydiving. When you skydive, what's the process? The process is you sign this waiver and they sign like these release of liabilities and then they have you watch this little disclosure video that says this is very dangerous and all the disclosures. Very dangerous. Yeah. Okay. okay. And Continue it's not on. really that dangerous. Mm -hmm. But okay. then the, you meet your trainer or your instructor. Your instructor gets you all suited up. You get this cool little harness. Then you get on the airplane. The instructor then attaches his harness to the back of your harness. And it's called a tandem jump when you jump attached to somebody. Okay. And then they push you out of the plane. And Wait, but how high are you? You are 13,000. We jump at 13,500 feet where I go in Lodi. Okay. Like, do different parachute places jump at different heights? Or? Yeah, they can. 13,000 is really um, common, though, because anything above that, if you're up there for more than a couple minutes, like more than three to five minutes, you need oxygen okay. because you can experience hypoxia, which is, you know, because the air is so thin up there, right. you get less oxygen. And it's not enough to keep you coherent and, you know, reasonable got it okay but it, even thirteen thousand feet you can get hypoxia but because we're only there for about a two minutes it's okay because you're going to jump out right that's so anything over a thousand feet i, well, I was told wow. uh, i think the limit is about ten thousand feet okay so wow. thirteen thousand five hundred feet you jump how long are you free falling oh uh, i think free fall. you're free falling for about 45 seconds takes about 45 seconds to get from 13,500 feet down to 5,500 feet. And then 5,000, anywhere between 5,000 5, and 5,500 feet is when you pull your chute, okay. where I went. All right, and how long does it take for your chute to come out? And The I mean, chute comes out in just a few hundred feet, maybe 300 and is fully deployed. Okay. And at that point, it takes about three to five minutes to get to the ground. That I think that would be the spookiest part to me. The free fall, I think I could I could handle. Um, Actually, but I think the, it would be the jerk of the of the parachute when, when it opens. I think that would be the part that scared me the most. The um, so the parachutes are uh, they're like three stages. You got like this little pilot chute that comes out, and that kind of stabilizes you to make sure your belly to earth and make sure you're, it's going to pull the rest of your chute out. Mm -hmm. And then you pull your rip cord, and then stage two comes out, and it doesn't open up right away. It it floats up to the top and it stretches out the little pilot chute pulls it up completely because the wind's all blowing up right you're mm -hmm. falling and then it slowly opens up so the <coughs> okay it's so not, it's not a jerk it is a jerk but it's not painful got it okay the painful ones are the reserve chutes because they just open right up right away that's what base jumpers use mm -hmm. and what anybody uses as a reserve chute got it i have you ever watched base jumping yeah sometimes it's okay really scary. so um when i was traveling in twin falls idaho they um, they base jump off of the Snake River Canyon Bridge, yeah, and which is 900 feet above the river, and they crawl up and they jump off the top of that, pull their chute, and then they land either in the water or on the bank. Mm -hmm. And then this one guy did it 60 something times in one day. He set the world record jump. They would catch him in a boat, or he'd land on the bank. He'd climb back up, and while he was climbing back up, he had an guy handing him another chute he'd throw it on jump off pull it drop again wow. go down and they would be repacking his other chute so he had like three chutes and they'd always be repacking one 
and he did it 60-something times in one day. And what was the purpose for that? Just to say that he did it, I guess. Guinness Book of World Probably. Records, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. People want to be remembered. You know? yeah. What do you want to be remembered for? I don't care if anybody remembers me. Okay. On this earth. Nick, what about you? Do you want to be remembered? No, not really. What about you, Rhonda? I'd like to be remembered as a... that I did everything right by my family, Mm -hmm. by my kids, and by God. Yeah, that's good. Ash? Do you have anything you would like to be remembered for? No? She's nodding, no. Okay. I would like to be remembered as a very giver. Hold on. Wait. I would like to be known as a giver. Yes. I don't really care about anything else, but I just want to be a giving person. Yeah. I'd like Mm -hmm. to be a giver, giver, giver. Not a taker, taker, taker. Yeah. Breaker, breaker, breaker. (laughs) You do have people that are takers. Go ahead, John. I tell you we're going to say something. Skydiving was a blast, and I recommend you do it. It's really fun. And I know you won't go, Don, but I I actually will go. I'm just not going to go to Lodi. I would not be caught dead. Well, you might be dead if you went. (laughs) I'm afraid of heights already. You have vertigo. I have vertigo. I don't think so. Uh -uh. Yeah, but she parasailed in, in Mexico. Ooh, how was that? Uh, well, that I, I had to do it to save face because we were in Mexico <sighs> with my yeah with my sister and, and brother-in-law, and Mona wouldn't do it. Guy wouldn't do it. They were all so going to do it, but they yeah, took it out. They minute. took it out at the last minute. And so I go, okay, I'm going to do this. I was sweating buckets up there, and then when you come around, when he takes you out into the water and then mm-hmm. brings you around like that, what is that called? It's a guide cord on the, the cord. kite. And I'm a weakling. That you weakling. grab right when they slow down to bring in more. I'm a weakling, and I, when I'm pulling that baby, oh my goodness, I was getting everything I had, mm. and I thought it was going back out into the water. Mm. But I finally made it down. Wow. Yeah, yeah but they but can I stop the boat quick enough that you I just come I was, right down. You land right on the beach down there. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Some yeah. people don't do that. So you're, you're pulled by a by a, a inboard outboard V8 engine like a like a V drive drag boat, but flat bottom boat out there in the water. That, that rope must be 150 feet, and you get up really high. And then so you're up so high, and you got enough momentum. Yes, and you take a big loop around. They bring you back around. I don't know what's going on over there. But. I don't know either. She was trying to be And uh, anyway, when they come around, whoever whoever you left the beach on with, you look for that person when when the boat comes around to line you up along shore again, and they'll flag. And as soon as you mm-hmm. see that, then you're mm-hmm. supposed to pull that cord that oh, pulls yeah. the kite in oh, yeah. towards the air. Yeah. So instead of falling out, he's letting off the gas and slowing down, and you're pulling that cord. And it brings the kite right back in. He's laying right on the beach, right next to where he's standing. Wow. That's cool. And then my, they, 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 they unhook your harvest. 
Well, to be honest with you, when you're up there, it is so pretty and relaxing. Mm -hmm. It's actually really relaxing, very pretty. That's how skydiving is. When you're in a no, canopy you. ride, you Don thinks that's the scary part, but it's very peaceful. The the canopy ride? Yeah, part? the canopy ride is very peaceful. Except for my most, I've been twice. The first time was really nice, and they let you take control. The first guy did, and I mm -hmm. got to do my own turns and twirls and stuff. But the second guy didn't let me do that, and he was a lot younger, and he was really into as intense as he could, making as tight, as sharp turns as he could in a canopy ride. And it was actually a lot more intense was, this time. Um, would you say, like, is there any kind of motion sickness problem? There was, yeah. Then? There was, it was uh, very jarring. See, yeah, I could see where I, in fact, um, when I watched the clip of, of your of your shoot coming out, and you, I just thought, oh, I think... I would get sick just looking at that, but the shoot I'd probably opening, be all right if I was there. The shoot opening, no, not at all. But when you're on the canopy ride, and then the young guy, that my, this most recent jump yesterday, he was turning so sharp that I was getting a little bit of motion sickness. Yeah, I could see that. Now, what do you mean when you're saying turning sharp? You're, when you, when you're you turn, coming down, right? When you pull the one lever, whatever they call uh -huh. it, you start to spiral down. But oh. the, the pitch of the the canopy changes, and so you're face down. So you are face down, mm -hmm. twirling around in a circle, and uh -huh. it really increases your speed, your descent, your rate of yes. descent. So you're you're coming down to the ground a lot quicker, and all the blood flows to your legs. That you can feel it all fill your legs. It's uh -huh. really it's really intense. Now, Mick, I know you were in the military. Did you ever have to do a a, a jump? No. Okay. We repelled off a eighty foot cliff. Got it. Okay. Oh, that's what I want to try. Uh, I want to do repelling. Fun. That that is something I would love to do. I did rock climbing, mm -hmm. and rock climbing is a lot really slow, really slow pace, and you have yeah. to set all those hooks and work your way up, and it's very time consuming. You're using that chalk, and I have a harness, and I have some rock climbing gear, and I go once in a blue moon. But I would rather just do repelling because fun. that's way fun. You start at the top, and you have you your repelling equipment, and you just repel down, repel kicking off the rock, and then you use your ascenders that you can ascend mm -hmm. up. Must be an adrenaline junkie. No, that's not so much adrenaline. Rock climbing is not adrenaline. It no, is but repelling. It is like uh, you don't want adrenaline. I don't think. No, probably not. Because when they, if you're nervous, then you're probably going to slip. So you, you want to stay pretty calm. And there's danger in repelling too if you're not not aware of what you're doing. Well, well, yeah, probably. When you yeah, leap definitely. out and then release your brake, and then pull it back in, set your feet to the to the wall. Yeah, you can come against the wall real hard. Yes. You can hit your head. Your harness yeah. is on your legs, basically. You can flip upside down and hit your head. There's a lot that can go wrong. Yeah. So that's why I go with people that know what they're doing. They Our can tell me. Hand they can tell me, hey, don't do this. Uh, hold on to this. Mm -hmm. Right arm, dominant arm above you or whatever. I just do what they say. I like yeah. my feet on terra firma, firmly planted. <laughs> that's. I used to have a barber. He used to tell me if God, he didn't like to fly. And he said, if God would have wanted men to fly, he'd have given us wings. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, yeah. I haven't flown in, I don't know how long, since, since we've been married. Since 1982. Oh, 49 years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 38. We've been together 39 years. Let's not advertise that. <laughs> Everyone knows now, Rhonda. It's okay. So... <laughs> 
it has just been way too hot lately, guys. It's been yeah, it ridiculous. No, actually, it was just today, yesterday and today, it's been really hot. Yeah, the few days before that was really nice. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, the, the thing is, is they were on the uh, the Weather Channel, they were stating, I saw where somebody said that uh, Reading is um, bipolar because it was showing triple degree weather and then double digits and triple degree weather and then mm-hmm. double digits, and now it's straight triple degree weather. It is. It's really unfortunate. But that's okay. I don't want to complain too much about it because be ready is pretty nice. Oh, we're yeah. not. We're oh, not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we could be on the East Coast getting hammered right or now. Or we could be in a city locked down. Yes. Uh, that too. Haven't. We had a lot of fun over at Bernie Falls in the Subway Caves last oh, weekend. Yes, it you was went wonderful. There? Yes, I it was fun. I have never seen so many people at the caves. So normally there's like one or two other vehicles there. This time, what, there was 10, At least, 15? Yeah. There was uh, a lot of So you of went them. there too, Don? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, I love it there. It was, it was phenomenal. It was my Falls first time. I, well, so I've been to Bernie Falls, you know, a few times, uh, uh-huh. two two or three times. But I'd never been to the caves. Oh, yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed Have that. Have you been up to the Shasta Caverns? I haven't. I want to do that. You need to do that. That's yeah. neat. The Shasta Caverns are cool, but they're guided, and it's like a larger group, and you're mm-hmm. they just herd you in. Like you're I'm not a bit. Okay, so... I can yeah. get along with big groups. I can, I can do that. But if I have my preference, I prefer smaller groups. That's why I like the subway caves because mm-hmm. it's self-guided. You don't have to register or wait for the guide and listen and yeah. and worry about other people having their flashlights on or other people talking when the guide's trying to tell you, oh, yeah. "Hey, this is cave bacon," yeah. or you know whatever they're <laughs> telling you. Or you want to you want to go to the princess yak and you go shh shush. You know. Have you ever um. Have you ever been to Carlsbad Caverns? No. I have a long, long time yeah. ago in New Mexico. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I did go I, to I that, did do that, one. that uh, mystery spot in, in Santa Cruz. Is oh, Santa Cruz? really? Yes. Yeah, I've never been I there. have never okay. been there. And then it's just like the one in... What was that one in Jackson? Um, that's that train thingy in Jackson. No, oh, okay. speaking of which, have you guys ever been on the skunk train? Where's that at? Out of oh. Fort Bragg? No. No. no, no. It's like a four-hour train ride out of Fort Bragg. You ride this train up to this secluded spot where they have a, a dinner, and then you eat, and then they put you back I've on the train and you come it, back. Yeah. yeah, it's called the skunk train. I've never done it. My grandpa's done it, and I've heard it's really so, phenomenal. We've been on a cloud dinner train up there. Yeah. So what, why is it called the skunk train? Um, yeah. Something to do Some with res- the area. I'm not really sure. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Rhonda, I want to know about your cell phone because... <laughs> I thought you were an Android person, and I was. I was. Yeah, I was so proud of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now, I am. What about ship. you? What about you, Mick? Did you keep your iPhone, or did you keep your Android? Did you switch to an iPhone as well? Android. Oh, good. All right. So there's Jonathan. still. One Are you going to make your husband switch, Rhonda? No, that's not my choice. Yeah. What did What did you like about the iPhone that you didn't like about the yes, droid? Tell, or what me, was tell the me specifically about the Switch. That's what we want to know. Well, the, the specific, the only thing that is frustrating is, I found this out from my daughters, is that um, switching from an Android to an iPhone and you're trying to load down, uh, download all of the apps that you had, every one of them needed my password. Mm. And you think that I had every password recorded and written down? No. No, because I have Google memorize all my passwords. And so it, that part, because when I go from Android to Android, I didn't have that issue. Hmm. But going from Android to iPhone, I am still packing around both of my cell phones because I got to get mentally in my mind, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to fix this app, then I'm going to fix this app. So it's, it's labor-intensive, 
at least for me, because I'm not the smartest tool in the shed when it comes to stuff like that. Are they well, on your web browser, saved in your web browser? I don't know. No, John, I'm not. not the smartest person when it comes to stuff like now, that. What, what was it that appealed to you about the iPhone that made yeah. you want to change okay. your that That's a good question, because it took, um, I've always been Android, always. Mm -hmm. And when my daughter made the comment, because I was going to sometime this year, I was waiting more like Black Friday time, Mm -hmm. because my Android that I had, uh, or still have, was starting to get old. So I slow down and irritate me like no like crazy mm-hmm. so my daughter she knows I'm a cheap wad when it comes to getting a cell phone I don't want to spend a lot of money on a cell phone she goes hey mom did you know that iPhone she's been tra- her and Sarah have been trying to get me to switch to iPhones for a long time okay. she goes did you know that iPhone has a very affordable phone out and I go oh really I go like how much and she told me and I go hmm okay I'll check into that as so I started she piqued my interest as so I started doing a lot of checking the reviews and every review the majority not total five star but the majority of the re- reviews were very very good hmm. so I, re- I checked it out till the cows came home finally decided to make my decision and of course as soon as I made my decision they didn't have them available because they keep on selling them out. Of course. And then I had to order and I go I don't want to order. I'm like Mick I don't want to order something. I want to get it and get it now. So the place I did get it at it just so happened when I walked in there they had that uh, a discount Awesome. Very worthwhile and so far I really really like it Great. I just got to get past my deficiencies on figuring it out that makes sense yeah makes i thought you were going to say you checked it out till the cows came home and then i had to get back to work because <laughs> <laughs> you're looking up phones at work oh, so no. so what's okay so i will give it to the iphone they do have a pretty good app and it's called iMessage. i think that's one of the that's the only redeeming feature of an iphone i can think of so why uh, okay and i've never i guess the reason that kept me from going to an iphone was they're very proprietary, mm-hmm. and I didn't like the idea that you couldn't expand the memory like you can with an Android. Mm-hmm. But how I was handling uh, my Android, I used to do it the old way, where I'd take out the memory card, put it in a reader, stick it into my into my computer, upload all the pictures. Well, when you have Google Photos and it syncs everything. If finally I'm gone, and plus I was getting really annoyed, not that I need to be bashing Google Photos, but I was getting really annoyed with them. Mm. And so a lot of things were, were causing this shift. And then I realized, hold it, I'm not even taking out the memory card because I am just, <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm doing everything online. So why am I still hanging on to that old way of transferring pictures? And in regards to when I was learning that I was no longer taking out the memory card, taking out the memory yeah. card, and I wasn't doing it that way. I go, okay, so there's really no rhyme or reason to cop an attitude with Apple. And then also through a, a magazine that I read, found out how secure Apple is compared to Android. Uh, but there again, there's both sides to every coin. There's yes. compromises in every in system. Exactly. Yes. There exactly. There's so, good, good points in both. That famous case where that the uh, San Bernardino terrorists, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they had oh, to yeah. unlock that phone. The FBI asked Apple to unlock it. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it was this I big court that. case. And then finally, the yes, FBI just hired an independent hacker. And he very easily accessed the iPhone and got everything off of it. 
And then that, I don't know if you know, but that is the reason Apple went from the four-digit pin to the six-digit six pin. No kidding. Yeah. But still, it's still crackable. Mm-hmm. Every, every, everything can be breached. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It is amazing. Unless it's air-gapped, but nobody does that. Yeah. And another thing, too, that, of course, like I said, I'm learning. Um, when we were at the memorial service yesterday, I had asked a lady to take all the pictures, mm-hmm. and she did. And I, if I remember correctly, she took like 60-plus pictures. She took quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, she came over, and so she's getting ready to send me the pictures. And I'm going, okay, this is going to take a while. She airdropped them. Bam, I had him. I was like, whoa. Yeah, immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Android, yeah, there are some cool things way. like that. But you can, well, if you, Google Photos can work that way. Every time I take a photo, I have unlimited data. So it's automatically going to upload every photo I take mm-hmm. to the Google Cloud. Yeah. And then from my work computer or wherever I'm at, I just log in and there's a photo. So I do a lot of times for work, I take pictures of these houses or whatever we're working with. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to the office and they're instantly they're already available because they uploaded on my way back to the office. No, right. what, what's nice about what you're saying, Rhonda, is how you can share them like that, though. Well, what I'm Which saying is mm-hmm. I can just share a link yes, no, to, that my, makes sense. to my Google Photos. I can yeah. let you view or view and edit or whatever, and it, it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say... I already said it, but they have iMessage. Oh, just say it again. Which is great. (laughs) iMessage is is what I like about iPhone, but everything else I do not like about it. I like being able to record my own. Can you tell us again? I like to be able to record my own ringtones because you can just record any audio file. Like you can record a piece of your podcast. Oh. Shout out to Gabble. Anything you want. Any audio file whatsoever can be a text message ringtone or a contact ringtone, whatever you want. And with Apple... It's not that way. You have to go through iTunes. You have to pay for it. And it has to be available. You can't make your own. Oh. Rhonda, what books are you reading right now? Oh, my goodness. You should ask about books. Because when you guys had the books one here, I'm sitting there shouting into my uh, jam box going, you know, uh, Incredible Journey, Where the Red Fern Grows, because I'm a oh, book. Red Fern oh. Grows. I forgot oh about that book. Goodness. Where the Red Fern Grows is one of the best books, but I don't like it in the fact that it just makes me cry every time I, I read it. I don't like that either. I don't like how it makes me cry. It makes yeah. me cry, and I'm like, I'm not going to cry. And then well, I'm like, for, I did. read that in high yeah. school. Well, if, yeah. if we're going to sit there and talk about a book that made you cry, if anybody, this is, of course, another plug. If anybody's read Brother Booker's book, um, uh, Journey of a Lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm so glad he was sound asleep. I'm finishing the book and the the, the song at the end. There's a song. Oh, well, are you it, talking about an audio book? No, no, it's a regular book, but it's printed. Oh, oh, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Got yes. it, got it, got it. And the lyrics so are there. I was, yeah, the lyrics, excuse me. And so therefore, I knew the song and I read all about his story. And I get to that, and I couldn't help it. I'm just sitting there just blubbering like crazy because it was just, it was wonderful mm. of what God did in yeah. his life. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yep. And so what book I'm reading right now is a series, which I absolutely love series, and it's a Reardon Valley series written by Diana Crawford. I didn't oh, know Siri wrote books. Whatever. Series. Series. Series California near Modesto. What is it? So it's a series, so it's fiction? Yes, that's the no. best kind. No, that is well, the I sh- no, I waste say that's of time is no, what that is. No, sometimes you need to escape. 
I agree. I escape in history. I I love history books too. I've read those. Especially military history. Oh yeah, that is an escape. I love that. To me, it's not an escape. I'm I for me. I enjoy it, but I don't escape like that. Like I need something mindless mm-hmm. for this, me to escape. Oh yeah, and this is this series. I would recommend it to anybody. Because it's, it's like mindless. A, okay, go ahead. What's the name of the series? <laughs> it's called the Reardon Valley series. The Ridden. Reardon. Reardon. R E A R D O N. The first Reardon. one. The first mm-hmm. three is called the Reardon Brothers, mm-hmm. and then the last three is called Reardon Valley. And then the rearing sons and grandsons. Oh, the, the, I, no? I think she's dead. I've, you know, I'm, I'm on my last. She, break. female author. Yes, of I have my word. She writes good, very, very good. Well, so did the lady that wrote um, Unbroken. Oh yeah, so Laura Hillenbrand. So did the lady that wrote Silas Marner. Oh, I that? haven't read that. I've listened to the audio. Silas Marner was written by a woman, but it has a male pseudonym. Oh, that's weird. Because back in the day when it was written. Females were supposedly not able to be authors. How long ago was this? Not many, many. This Did was you know, like several f- centuries ago, the first female oh. architect in America designed Hearst Castle. That's pretty oh. incredible. We know this. Yeah. Well, most. I hate. To, I don't mean to sound you know, but usually, mathematics stuff like that is more. Well, statistically, yes, but some people would argue it's because of the the patriarchy or politics or whatever, and they're forced that way, but I don't really know. I'm not an expert in that. (laughs) But you're right. Statistically, yes. The STEM field, science, technology, Uh engineering, and math is mostly men. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Mm -hmm. I struggled in math in school. But give me history, give me geology. Women love English as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it because more... uh, Okay, not to be sound wrong not to here, put anybody in a box it, exactly every everybody. individual has individual whatever yes yeah but um it it does appear that the arts and english is more emotional based oh I never where math is way. more logical based oh. yes. and That's so men kind of would gravitate towards more the logical where mm-hmm. women would gravitate towards and we have more a tendency that the female species has a tendency to be more emotional yeah yeah so I don't know. That's a thought. I guess broadly in the broadest sense. Very broad sense. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, the I, only thing I didn't like is diagramming sentences. I thought that was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. But I, well, math's good until you get to calculus and then yeah, out yeah. the window. Write an expanded form. I was like, what? <laughs> well, when have you ever written an expanded form other than a check? <laughs> right. One thousand ninety-two. Yeah. 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 Well. Trying teaching kids nowadays in school, I don't even know what. What was that Common Core stuff? Yes, uh, that is so okay. Yes, different. Yes, it's different. Yeah, I am very, very glad. I um, speaking of that, has anybody homeschooled their children? I homeschooled mine. I homeschooled mine. Are starting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I homeschooled. Um, my kids actually go to private school, but. I homeschooled for the first three or four years of my life, it, and um, I, I as long as now I've seen there's two different sets of ways to look at this. I have seen some um, where the kids were maybe left on their own, or you know, 
sometimes it's not always the best it's situation. It has to be kept for discipline. Oh. Yeah. My mom uh, would wake us up. We had to get dressed in uniform. We started school at a certain time. We couldn't just get up and go to the refrigerator. We had to raise our hand to go to the restroom. We could only go to the refrigerator on our recess time, which was an actual time. Um, so it was it was school. Yeah, if you have and a structure like that, it, it was works. a structure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, well, my girls, they called me a Hitler because it was when we got up. <laughs> because you killed all their sisters? or <laughs> It was just that it was school. We're, we're getting through yeah. this, and I actually... Call me weird, but in the history we do weird. <laughs> in the history books, I would sit down and want to read the book to them. That's how much I loved history. So I sit down in the on the couch and read to Jennifer or read to Sarah. Said them reading the history book, I would read it to them, mm -hmm. and they do their test because I wanted to read it again. Um, but yeah, and they would sometimes want to sit there and, and go take off. Mom, can we go shopping? Nope, mm -hmm. not to school is done. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Good so. stuff. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't have much else. Do you have no. anything else? Was, that's it, man. Just skydiving, and I wanted to know about the cell phone, why you switched, why you went to the dark side. <laughs> Welcome up. to the dark well. side. We're glad you're here. But you explained it pretty well. I understand the photo thing. You, you thought you wanted the, the SD card, but you realized you didn't need it anymore. That makes sense. It's pretty uh -huh. reasonable. Plus, everyone in your family has an iPhone, so... AirDrop and iMessage works well with your yeah. with everyone. Yeah, and FaceTime when you got yeah, the but, family in Washington. But Zoom and other apps do better than FaceTime, though. I don't know. I've never. You guys are Zoom. don't. You, what's the app you guys use all the time? Is it Marco Polo? It was it, yeah, Marco Polo's oh, what yeah, we've been using, and we were using Duo. Oh yeah, I Duo use Duo with, work with Apple with Raul. I Duo him all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I hardly even do that, too. I mean, I like Marco Polo because I can just, I don't like to, he, he'll talk with his mom sometime, FaceTime, mm -hmm. and I'll be whipping around the house, and I, I don't, so I won't be using FaceTime. He can use it to call his mom if he wants to, but I don't like to sit and look at somebody. That's why I like Marco Polo, because you can sit there and you can send a video out, send it, let them watch it whenever they want to. Rather than sit there back and forth talking. You know what? Because you're just video weird. texting is that's what you're doing. Weird. Do you remember the app called Voxer? V-O-X-E-R? Oh, yes. My it was like a walkie-talkie yeah, app, but you I sent totally, little voice memos. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, well, I had it. And that was really cool because you record a little voice memo and uh -huh. it would send it. Uh-huh. And then it just sat there until they listened to it. Yeah, yeah. see, that's and what I And then they like. could reply at their convenience. Yeah, you can yeah. do that one on so your flip phone. It's very similar to that Marco Polo app, it sounds like. Yeah. But it was just yeah. audio instead of video. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I have a question. How do you guys feel about family members? I'm not talking about husband and wife. I'm just talking about family, like siblings or whatever, following each other's location. Oh, mm -hmm. how do you feel? Uh, I don't have a problem I, with that. You don't have a problem with it? Does it bother you? No, none of my brothers have my location, but my, my mom has my, I share my location with my mom. She shares her location with me, mm -hmm. but she also babysits my kids all the time. Yeah, so I just different. Right. But I never... I don't know. There is a fine line with that. I'm glad you brought that up. There is a fine line with that because there is, because um, with those those type of apps, um, you risk being snoopy. Yes. Oh, yeah. You risk stalking. Mm -hmm. You risk a lot of things. You risk all that by just having a cell phone. The, no, we're true. talking about, yes. There was true. someone who said, I forget the quote, but it's something like, the internet has given us access 
to everything and everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it also gave everything and everyone access to us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, like yeah. for me, I, I love my family. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing to hide. Right. But I don't want them knowing where I'm at every second of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't want them looking to say, oh, Dawn's at dinner right now. It's none of her business. Well, here's the you thing. Know, is I that private with that. Maybe I'm too right. private, but that's... Well, no, because I agree with that. Because uh, sometimes, like, uh, you know, I'll text Mick or I'll say, are you home yet or what have you? He goes, well, didn't you check the app? Mm-hmm. And I go, no, because I hardly ever get on it. Yeah. See, I'm one of those that... Just I yeah. like with a husband and wife, I have no problem with. It. I think it's neat, oh. it's special, mm-hmm. you know, to to be able to have that for right. a couple of reasons. Number right. one, for security, and number two, for accountability. I think there's no issue with that. I have mm-hmm. no, but I'm talking more like. Uh, so I have two sisters. I don't share my location with my sisters. First of all, I don't want to know when they're going out with their husbands to dinner. I don't want to say, oh. They're at Olive Garden right now. Oh, hey, you know, I, yeah, I don't care. It, I don't care. That, yeah. that, that's none of my business. That's their life, their family, their doings. Whatever they do is their business. If right. they want to temporarily share it with me mm-hmm. for an hour, which the iPhone can do, I'm sure that the the, the uh, mm-hmm. Android can too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can share it for mm-hmm. an hour, 24 hours, or indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah, if they want to share it for line. me with me for an hour or, or maybe my sister who lives far away she lives in another state maybe she's driving down she wants to s- share her location so I know at what point where she's at and all that I have no problem with that but my day to day life I'm too private I just mm-hmm. I don't want people yeah. knowing yeah. that that's not and, their business yeah and, and, and our uh, private affairs ha- ha- I may be saying this a little bit wrong but where anymore it's like Big Brother's watching you all the time. Mm-hmm. You want some sort of privacy. Originally, where this app got started with this is where I prefer it, and that is this when you're traveling. Yes, yes, without and, a doubt. Yes, and there was one uh, young lady in our church that I put her on our app, and she she took herself off every time because she always had vehicle problems. I said, I want to make sure yes, that, you're, that safe. you're safe. Yes, so that's totally understandable. It. Well, we took off down to our for camp, camp. Down and then came back so that I knew that she was okay, she's still here, she's going to get here, she's going to be okay, because she's a single woman. Yes. And with, mm-hmm. you know, and so, and then what was great about it, it, so to me, originally, that app was for traveling. I think it has a place. Mm-hmm. It Don't does. get me wrong, it I think really it has does. a place, but I, I have seen it be abused. Oh, yeah. And um, so I just, I don't know, I was just curious your thoughts. Well, I'm such a prankster that if I share my location with my friends, they're bound to show up and just toilet paper my car or something. Exactly. Oh, they've done exactly. that already anyway. Well, yeah. they do it anyway, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, right, but if they right, had right. your location, they would really be doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we would really be doing, wait, oh, how did I say that? Well, sorry. Anyways, okay. moving on. <laughs> sorry for you said that. <laughs> I can strike it from the record. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. John? Yeah, I think that's it. That was pretty good, and I, I enjoyed it. And I, I'm glad that you shared your in, your reason for switching, even though I disagree with it entirely. <laughs> well, we can agree to disagree, and it, the, the the judge is not out. Not yet. even that. Let's just disagree. <laughs> I don't have to agree at all. There's no yeah. agreement here. The, the judge is not out yet. Could just make I still mad. have my Android. I have my iPhone. <laughs> and I just got the iPhone. I'm still learning. 
you know, we'll make that decision two years from now. So let me help you a little bit with the passwords. If they're saved on your web browser, like Google Chrome, you go to settings and then you go to manage passwords. And then from manage passwords, you can hit view passwords. It's a little eyeball icon. Once you click that, it'll ask for your lock screen password. You type in your lock screen password and then you can view all of your um, passwords that are saved on your phone. Right. Yeah. From there, you just write them all down Jonathan. and then input them all into your iPhone. I'm, I can't help you with that. I'm, too, I'm very busy, but I just told you how to do oh. it. And if you want to hear that again, you can play it back on this podcast oh. and help our analytics yes. and help yourself learn how to use your phone better. That's right. There you go. So uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening to The Home Skillets. We do appreciate everybody that listens, all the times that you listen, uh, all of our loyal listeners. If you'd like to reach out to us, please, you can contact us at the homeskillets podcast at gmail.com. So that is the H O M E S K I L L E T Z podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We would ask too that if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review. That really, really helps us. In fact, it helps us more than you could know. Leave that five-star review and uh, and write a, 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 a rating or, or give us a rating, five-star rating, write that review. And uh, we're on anywhere you listen. We hope that you will uh, join us again next week. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening. And reach out to us. Let us know what your opinion is on iPhone or Android and your reason why. Because I want to hear your reason. want to hear the reasoning. Yes. yes. So we ask all of our listeners, please just take 30 seconds and shoot us over an email. That would be great. All right. Talk to you next week. Ciao.